What is up, guys? Welcome back to another edition of the Sports and Stuff Podcast. I am your host, Jacob Scafidi, and it is Friday, June 7th, 11.51 p.m., and Game 4 of the NBA Finals just wrapped up, and I couldn't be more happy. The Toronto Raptors defeat the Golden State Warriors by a score of 105-92 to take a 3-1 series lead going back north, looking to finish the job. More of the story is, kids, the board man does indeed get paid. Alright, so you know how this works by now. I'm going to run down the stats and then give you my take on the game. Uh, for Toronto, we have Pascal Siakam, 19 points, 5 boards, 1 assist. Kawhi Leonard going off, 36 points, 4 steals, uh, 2 assists, 12 boards. Marcus Hall, 9 points, 3 assists, 7 boards. Kyle Lowry, 10 points, 7 assists, 2 boards. Danny Green, three points, but that three was freaking huge. Uh, one assist and three rebounds. Off the bench, uh, Sergi Baca had one hell of a game. Um, he had 20 points with four rebounds, one assist, um, two blocks. And then Fred Van Fleet, um, not his best game of the series, still pretty solid, eight points, six assists, four rebounds. His uh, eye, he cut his eye on Sean some elbow when he got elbowed by Sean Livingston. He got his eye cut, so he came out of the game. He'll be fine, though. All right, now let's go to the Warriors. Um, Jermaine Green, freaking garbage, 10 points, 12 assists, 9 boards. Andre Godala, trash, 3 points, 3 assists, 4 rebounds. DeMarcus Cousins, I forgot he even played, to be honest, 6 points, 4 rebounds, 1 assist. Steph Curry, 27 points. Um, six assists, four rebounds, nine of twenty-two shooting. Clay Thompson, probably the best player in Golden State tonight. Twenty-eight points, two assists, three boards. Um, the bench, Kevon Looney. I mean, they said he was going to be out the rest of the series with a broken collarbone. Then he just comes back tonight. That's whatever. But he had ten points on six boards and one assist. Sean Livingston only had six points, one assist, three rebounds. Um. But like I said, the board man gets paid, Kawhi Leonard. Um, this man's getting paid. I mean, obviously he'd get paid anyway because he's such a great player. <clears throat> Excuse me. But he's going to be able to do whatever he wants in the city of Toronto and really the whole country of Canada um, if he can finish this off for the Raptors. And honestly, I, I think he's going to stay in Toronto. There's rumors he bought a house there. I really hope he does stay there. I think it's a great fit for him, the city. And I think he and the city get along. He can kind of do what he wants. He can kind of stay low-key like he likes to be low-key like that. Um, But I want to talk about the Warriors here for a second. They are, like, I don't even know how to say this. Like, it's so funny to me because all we hear about is how how great Steph is, how great Clay is. Now they're great players, right? But they can't win. And I want in the finals without Kevin Durant over the past over the past nine games. When Kevin Durant is not on the floor for the Warriors, and over the past nine finals games, when Kevin Durant is not in the game for the Warriors, they are two and seven. They can't win without him. 
they they don't have a they don't have a legitimate title without KD. 2015, Kyrie and Love are both hurt, and the Warriors went in six. If Kyrie was healthy, the the Cavs would have won that thing in like five. Um. 2016, obviously they don't win. The Cavs do. They come back from a three-one lead. 2017, that's when that's when they get KD. They win that in five. 2018, Kyrie Kyrie leaves in the offseason. He gets traded, and then Warriors in four over the Cavs. But after watching tonight's game and really just this whole series as a whole, because like in my opinion, this series should be over. The the Raptors they should have won Game Two. It should be a four-zero sweep. Uh, but they didn't. They got to win one more. Um, but after watching this game and series, and watch and thinking about Game One of the Finals last year, if Kevin Durant was hurt last Finals, I think the Cavs win that series in four or five games. I mean, it's just incredible that they're so dysfunctional without Kevin Durant, and with a LeBron James putting up fifty-one in the Finals game, if they win that game, let's say, just theoretically speaking, say they win that game. In the in the over, say J.R. Smith remembers the score, and say somehow Kevin Durant got hurt and he had to miss the rest of the series. I think the Cavs, they definitely win the series. I think they probably win it in five, and they could possibly sweep because like they're the Warriors are so dependent on Kevin Durant, but all their fans, like they just they're just so much in love with Steph Curry. Where they they almost like don't like Kevin because they know that Kevin gets more of the shine because he can actually do something in the finals. Like Steph Curry, he doesn't show up in finals games. The only time he showed up in a finals game was game three of the series and they lost. Like it's insane to me how a superstar of his level can just not show up in finals games and get a pass. And it drives me crazy. It drives me insane. But that's besides the point. The point is, what I should be talking about is the Toronto freaking Raptors going off, taking two games in Oracle Arena. Two games in Oracle Arena. I don't think a team's ever taken two games in Oracle Arena in the playoffs since the Cavs did it in 2016. But the difference is, I mean... The difference is is that these were must-win games for the Warriors. Like, I don't know. I mean, I could see them losing one at home, but, like, losing both at home, and I don't care that Katie's out. Like, they should be good enough to beat Toronto at least one time on their home floor. Like, it's 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 insane. I, like, Kawhi Leonard, I don't, I don't, I'm at a loss for words, to be honest. And uh, I was I was so ex- I was ecstatic. I was in my living room on my feet, just jumping up and down when I saw. I think it was um, who hit that three for the Raptors? Someone hit a three, or it might have been Kawhi made like a jump shot or something. Anyway, someone scored, and it was a minute thirty-three left. And in my head, I'm thinking at a minute thirty. It was a minute 50, and in my head I'm saying, if they score at a minute 30, people are going to start leaving. What happens? The Raptors get a stop. They come back on offense. Someone scores. It's a minute 33. People start leaving. 
And I was so happy because those Warriors fans, most okay. Now there are there's some diehards. I'll admit they 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 have a good fan base, but a lot of the people there that are just rich Californians are bandwagon fans, fair weather fans. And I was so happy to see them leaving the arena early to go beat the traffic because their team was down by 12 with under two minutes to play. It just really made my whole night. Um, but yeah, I think Kawhi Leonard, like, he's definitely, like, there's not even a question. He's the, assuming that the Raptors go on to win um, the series, that he's the finals MVP. And it'll be, it'll be the second time in his career that he's broken up a three-peat. Because when he played for the Spurs, he, uh, so when LeBron was in Miami, they lost to the Mavericks and they beat the Thunder, beat the Spurs, and then the next year they played the Spurs again and Kawhi beat them to stop that three-peat. And the Warriors beat the Cavs in 17 and 18, and now Kawhi Leonard, if he wins the this finals, he will stop the Warriors from a three-peat. So... He what what he's done and what he's doing and what he will do on the basketball court is just it's just crazy to think about because honestly I I personally I still think LeBron's the best player in the league and if it was for a like if I was starting a franchise and I had to take one player for one season now multiple seasons I would take someone else because of age but if it was just one season I'd take LeBron to start my franchise and I think that the order goes like this. I think LeBron's the best player in the league. I think Kawhi's second, Katie's third. People are, people are going to call me crazy. They're going to say no. Katie's two, Katie's one, LeBron's two. No, LeBron's the best player in the league. That's not even the question. The question is who's better, Katie or Kawhi? And I know, like... I'm I'm riding the Kawhi Leonard train right now. I know I like him a lot. I've I always liked him. The reason why I actually really like him is because when he beat the Heat, I was so happy because I hated LeBron when he was in Miami. Um, and I knew that if the Heat lost that series, LeBron could potentially leave there and come back. So that's why I like Kawhi Leonard in the first place. But watching the series, it just makes me like him a lot more. And like the stuff that comes out about him, the stuff you read. And hear about him like like the board man gets paid, and uh, all the other stuff he would do when he was in college to watch the MJ videos for five hours because he was addicted. It just really makes me like um, Kawhi a lot more. But that doesn't have any impact on my opinion when I say he's better than Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant might be a better scorer. Like if I need one guy to go get me a bucket, I'm taking KD over Kawhi. But like has a has his game as a whole, a player as a whole, an ego as a whole. I'm taking Kawhi Leonard every da- every every time, not even a question. So I think I think it goes LeBron, Kawhi, KD. I think that's the top three in the NBA. And um, I think Toronto. I think they have a legitimate shot at keeping him. Like I said earlier, I mean he has like I said he has a house. He supposedly bought a house there. He's low-key like that. He's low-key like Toronto. Um, and I'm not sure. Maybe I can Google this right now. I'm not sure what Toronto's cap situation looks like. But 
maybe they can get another superstar or another piece to come there to help them continue this run with Kawhi Leonard to get him to stay. But, I mean, honestly, I don't even think they need to do that because I think they're I think they're the best team in the league when Kevin Durant's hurt. I mean, when Kevin Durant's in, it's freaking dumb. Um, that's why I hope he leaves. I hope he goes to New York, and I hope Kyrie doesn't go to New York, and it'll just be like, when LeBron went to L.A., KD just goes to a big market and just doesn't do anything, except he'd make the playoffs because um, Knicks are in the Eastern Conference. And this also really, this well, also this is really doing for me too, is that I freaking hate Steve Kerr. Like, I just hate him. And it's nothing like about, like, I, I think he's a dick, to be honest. But that's not why I hate him. I hate him because everyone talks about how godly of a coach he is. But, like, when he became head coach, the Warriors were already, like, established. And they were really, really good. And, like, when Kerr became the coach, it was like Curry peaked. And Draymond peaked and Clay peaked. And they say, oh, Steve Kerr is such a good coach. Like, no. No, he has a freaking super team. And then they go and get KD. Yeah, he's going to have a good record. Dude, I could coach the Warriors and just do the same thing. Like, in the playoffs, it's different. Like, he schemes, you know. But, like, I could coach a regular season Warriors team, and we'd have damn near the same record. Damn near the same record. In the playoffs, he makes like you make adjustments and everything. Well, obviously, he hasn't made adjustments to Kawhi Leonard because that man is giving you buckets night in and night out. And it just really shines the light on that Steve Kerr. While he's a good coach, like I'll admit he's a he's one of the top coaches in the league. He's not like people are saying he's like a Greg Popovich or like a or like a uh, Bill Belichick or like some of these other like Phil Jackson. No. He's like he's a decent coach with a great team, and it's really just exposing him almost. Um, another thing about this series is that the media is they're eating it up, but in the wrong way. They're talking about this series like you turn on the TV. I see I turn on the TV, you know I'm eating lunch. I turn on the TV, put on Sports Center. It's they're talking about two things. We're talking about. This, they're either talking about Odo Beckham Jr. to the Browns, or they're talking about the series. But the thing that makes me mad is that they're talking about Golden State in the series. We're like, I know Kevin Durant's hurt, Clay was out, which was his own fault. I don't feel bad for them. For well, I, don't, I wouldn't feel bad anyway. But I don't feel bad at all for that because Clay tried to flop and get a foul call. That's how he triggered his hamstring injury. So that's another thing to look at. I mean, this series could like even if they lose a night. If Clay doesn't go down, maybe he's more healthy, and maybe that this series either two-two or they're actually up two-one. But um, I don't feel bad about that at all. But they're talking about the Warriors, where they should be talking about the Raptors. I mean, I know I'm talking about the Warriors a lot because I'm just such an anti-Curry Warrior, Kevin Durant, Draymond Green, Clay Thompson guy. But the Raptors, they deserve a lot of credit. Like, this is a good basketball team. This is probably, like, this is the best team in the league. I mean, this is, it's being proven right now. This is the best team in the league. Um, I mean, obviously, when Kevin Durant is 
and for the Warriors, it's that's another topic because Kevin Durant just is like the last Infinity Stone to Thanos' gauntlet. But this team is the best team in the league. They have the top active player in the league because LeBron didn't make the playoffs. He's not in the finals for the first time in eight years. They have the top player in the league, in my opinion, that's in that's currently playing. Um, they have a really great coach. They have a. The reason why they're so good, though, at the end of the day, is their bench. Their bench could be a starting lineup for some teams. Let me let me check out their roster. This is their bench. All right, here we go. Players. All right, this is their bench. Off their bench, they have. Um, let me just pick out the players who play a lot. Serge Ibaka, he would start on almost any other team. Fred Van Fleet, he would start on most teams. Um, Norman Powell, he would probably start on most teams. Um, like, like when you have three guys coming off your bench that would start on most teams, like, that's freaking insane. Um, and then, like, they they have other good players on their bench that haven't seen the minutes. Like, Jeremy Lin, he's solid. Um, but obviously, he's not going to see any time when the backup recording guard is Fred Van Fleet. And then OG and Anunobi. Um, I'm kind of surprised he hasn't played. I don't, I mean, I don't, is he hurt? I don't know. Um, let me see if I can figure that out. Because um, he was pretty good last year for them. But... He hasn't seen any minutes really this finals, which again I said I was kind of surprised about. But in the playoffs, you tend to cut down your rotations. Um, well, how about Patrick McCaw? He's on the bench of the Raptors. Um, right. For those of you who don't know, Patrick McCaw, he um uh played for the Warriors the I know he did he played for them definitely last year yeah he played for them in 2016 and 2017 so in 2016 he was on the team that blew the 3-1 lead then he was on the team that won five and then 2018 um I don't really know where because he, he had a contract issue with the Warriors I want to say he was on the team in 2018. I'm looking at the I'm looking at his basketball reference right now. Um, let me see. Figure this out for you guys. 17 and 18, yeah. So if he So if the Raptors win this series, he will three-peat. That's awesome. That is so funny to me. Um. Oh, I'm sorry. No, he won't. That's that just just that just made me disappointed. Um, he was not on the team last. I don't know. I could have swore he was. I don't know. Maybe he was cut. I, I have no idea. Either way, he's a two-time champ, about to be a three-time champ, hopefully, against the team that he won two titles with. 
So that's pretty awesome, considering that the Warriors got rid of him. Makes me a little bit happy. It'd be way better if he was on the team the past two years and he could three-peat this year. But not everything's perfect. We'll take what we can get. We'll take the Warriors losing any day. Um. So, yeah, this Raptors team... Um, I, I mean, I'm at a loss for words for how good they are. Again, Nick Nurse, their coach, first-year head coach in the NBA, doing a fantastic job out, really out-coaching every coach he's faced, especially Steve Kerr. Um, just g- great basketball from Toronto. And I couldn't be happier about it. Um, so now I'm going to talk about the Toronto Raptors payroll for the future to see what we got going on here. To see what their team can possibly look like next year when they go for the hopefully a repeat. Um, so Kyle Lowry, he'll have next year on his contract. Then he'll be a free agent the following year. So next year they have Kyle Lowry... Oh, I gotta read what this green means. Um, they'll have Kyle Lowry, and then they have Mark Marcus Allender contract, but he's a player option, so he'll opt out, and hopefully they can get him back. Then Kawhi Leonard, they have him, but he's also on a player option. He'll definitely opt out, and I hope he'll come back. And if he doesn't, he'll be blowing uh, ninety million, which I don't think I can blow ninety million. They'll have Serge Ibaka. The, if they want to keep Danny Green, they'll have to re-sign him. Um, Norman Powell's under contract. Fred Van Fleet's under contract. OG and Anobi's under contract. Pascal Siakam's under po- contract. Um, so they're they're core, the core of this team. Assuming that they can, assuming they re-sign Kawhi Leonard, and if they can hang on the Marcus All, the core of this team will be back for next year. Which is really exciting if you're a Raptor fan. Because um, this team not only has a chance to beat, to prevent, or I mean, the Warriors are already, are already a dynasty. But to like put an end to a, to a dynasty and hopefully get KD to leave. And then they also can build off of that for next season. And maybe start a dynasty of their own, who knows. Um I'm just so excited that the Warriors are down three one. And I'll be even more excited Monday night when the Raptors close the series in the six. Drake will be going crazy. Jurassic Park will be going crazy and I'll be going crazy. I'll be screaming on this podcast. I already know. Again, that the game, the next game is uh, Monday night at nine. Um, again, just great basketball from the Raptors and uh, poor, poor play from Steph Curry. He can't show up in the finals. Um, I just want to say this: LeBron choked away the twenty, well, the twenty. What year was that? 11 finals. Yeah, 2011 finals when they played the Mavericks. He choked it away. And to this day, to this day, people still bring it up when you argue about LeBron being better than Jordan or whoever. They always bring it up. 
Well, assuming that the Warriors don't come back and win the series, and if KD comes back and win the series, what I'm about to say goes out the window because KD will carry the Warriors to a championship again. But assuming that the Warriors don't get KD back and they lose the series, the same thing should happen to Seth Curry. He should not be able to live down how poorly he played this finals with the exception of Game 3 where he had 47, but his team still lost. He should not be able to live down having 13 points in the first half in the game that they did win so far this series having zero points in the fourth quarter, shooting one of seven from three in a finals game, he should not get a pass for this. If we're going to hold him to the same standards as a superstar, such as LeBron, he needs to be held accountable the same way LeBron is. And that just really gets on my nerves, is that when people, people, when Curry... When Curry's playing well, they're like, oh my gosh, he's transcendent. He's transcendent. He's changing the game. He's one of the top players in the game. And when he doesn't play well, oh, oh, he's hurt. Oh, Kevin's not there. Oh, Clay's out. He doesn't have enough help. Different standards. Different standards. LeBron James and Steph Curry have different standards. Quite honestly, Kevin Durant and Steph Curry have different standards. Kawhi Leonard. I mean, they don't really give Kawhi Leonard standards because he's so quiet. But Steph Curry, for being as big... He has the lowest expectations from the biggest superstar that I could think of. Like, I've never seen anyone be so good, but have their expectations when they don't meet their expectations. People give them a pass. I've never seen it happen. And it, it just drives me crazy. Um. So once again... The Toronto Raptors beat the Golden State Warriors in Game 4 of the NBA Finals by a score of 105-92 to to take a 3-1 series lead. And Game 5 will be played north of the border on Monday at 9 where the Raptors will look to take their first ever NBA championship back to Toronto. And just a reminder, this is their first ever finals in franchise history. And uh, I can't wait. Hopefully uh, Tuesday you guys will be listening to my crazy, excited self after a Warriors lose in five games and the Raptors win. Uh, But we will see. Uh, Once again, I'm your host, Jacob Scafidi. Uh, you were listening to the Sports and Stuff podcast. Uh, it is available on Apple Music, Spotify, SoundCloud, Anchor Podcast, Google Podcast, pretty much every platform. Uh, like, share, subscribe. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Sports and Stuff PC. And uh, I'll see you when I see you.